I'm bored. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me. I'm pulling up the minute. I just want to look at the. I just want to pull it up so I can look. All right, go. <laughs> you're hilarious. All right, go ahead. I'm ready. I'm ready. This one's you, Tom. It is. Yeah. I'm bored. Now I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. I didn't know that. Wait, you're si- you're. I'm 16, 16 and 18. You're 17 oh, and 19. Oh, I see what you did. Maths you did on. Yeah. Me. Okay. All right. I'll do this one. Okay. Good. All right. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, Movies by Minutes hosts from around the globe talk about one minute of the greatest through the back wall of the theater action movie, (laughs) John McTiernan directed Die Hard. Uh, This week, uh, your friends from the Indiana Jones Minute are taking the reins, and I am one of those friends. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm another one of those friends. I'm Pete Bummer. I'm another one of those friends. I'm Gerald Christopher McLean Porter. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we are joined uh, again by our friend uh, Hillary, who has uh, got his own um, deep plans for the Die Hard series. Welcome back, Hillary. Thank you. Hello. It's good good to hear from you again. Good to see you. Let's pretend yes. we're in the same room. We're all hanging out in Ellis's office. <laughs> I actually said we don't get any Ellis stuff this minute because, or this uh, this week because yeah. uh, he's in breaking away. And we, yeah. get, we hate him there. We hate him here. <laughs> um, this is minute seventeen, and minute seventeen begins with John reminding Holly that they never finished this conversation in July, and it ends with the approach of a truck. And uh, as I'm watching this, this uh, you know, this this argument started last minute, and it's continuing into this one. Um, whose side are we on here? Given given what we know about the situation, it sounds like she got this awesome job and had to move out to L.A. She had to make this tough choice. Do I, you know, give up this uh, opportunity and stay with my family, or do I split up the family and do a cool thing like? You know, I'm, is he uh, is he not being supportive? Is he properly wounded? Is you know, who whose side are we on? I'm 100% Team Holly. Like, I think she should have moved far, farther away. Like, maybe Japan. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just does not seem like he'd be a fun guy to live with. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. you know what? He's, he's the type of guy who brings a giant bear and then leaves it in the car. He's <laughs> 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 like, thanks for that. He knew the bear would have a good time. You know, I, I think that uh, that's an excellent question because, uh, I mean, first of all, I think the way that it's shot, the scene is shot, we're supposed to you were supposed to kind of uh, be sympathetic to Holly here because, I mean, first of all, John's in a wife beater and he's just kind of <laughs> right. sitting there mouth, you know, mouthing off there. And she's all put together yeah. and she has like a, a lovely, nice dress on, and, but she looks poised. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 in control, and she actually says when she leaves in this minute, like about the you know she has to go give a speech. She very calmly says, she says like, "I'll be back in a few minutes," and and it's not cold. She's actually right. like, yeah. you know what, this isn't. I'm I'm still kind of glad you're here, even the though you're mucking all this up. And she was the very first to say, "I missed you." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the first to to kind of open up the pathway and and mm-hmm. and you sort of invite him in, and I don't know. What's fascinating is 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 you know is it, what is John's idea of what the marriage should be like? Like, it, it, and 
she says, you know, I know exactly, you know, I know exactly what the what your idea of what the marriage should be. And when <laughs> they show her saying that, mm-hmm. the camera angle is kind of like, hey, look, she's right. Like she's yeah. right. She yeah. says it. She doesn't yell it. She's not super combative. She just kind of says it factually. She she's a very w- well put together character here, and yeah. and kind of knows what she's doing. She's like, John's acting out, and yeah, even absolutely. though it's crazy, even though he says he's like, yeah, real mature, and you're like, well, that's what he's doing. He's being immature mm-hmm. here. And I mean, is it just because his masculinity is threatened because his wife brings home the bacon? That's probably a huge part. Of, I mean, yeah. you know, and to be fair, she took his kids like halfway, you know, completely across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, that's got to be tough. It's a tough situation. Sure. I, I feel for both of them. But is it, it is interesting that he, he you know, he, he, he is being immature. He's kind of going off here. And, you know, whether he's got a reason to be upset or not, he is just kind of, you know... Yeah, she like you said, she put herself out there like, "Hey, I missed you. Be I'd like to have you at the house too." And he just kind of throws that in her face. But then yeah, after the, at the end of the scene, when he's all by himself and nobody's watching except for all of us, mm-hmm. he's uh he's like, "Well, uh nice job, John. Yeah. You big dummy. Like what are you doing?" Like yeah. he feels terrible yeah. about yeah. it. And just that yeah. alone, having gone through that with him, we're kind of like, "Oh, if I wasn't already, I think I'm totally on John McClane's side. <laughs> not 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 to, I'm not taking his side in the argument, right, but as right. a character, as a guy, yeah. I'm totally with yeah. him. Well, th- I mean, th- that was that was my question. One of my notes is: We're all dudes here, right? I mean, <laughs> like, why does John pick a fight here? Are we just all insufferable? <laughs> you know, yeah. can we just can we just not like as as dudes in relationships? Can we just not control ourselves? We have to hit that needling button, <laughs> even when you know it's inappropriate, or we know we're wrong, or well, I think- even if your you know your partner reaches out to you in a in in a in a lovely, almost conciliatory fashion, says, "Hey, it's good to see you." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's already just annoyed that he has to be out there to begin with. So mm-hmm. that's like this, you know, yeah. so that like that's yeah. already been needling at him, you know, being in New York, then on a six hour flight, you know, not, you know, walking to this fancy part, you know, like it's all been building up inside for him of probably just being like, I just want to yeah. be somewhere and relax and hang out, you know, and you have me here. And now we're having this argument to a point where it reaches like a bullying point for him. So he's just like, well, yeah. it's, it's like the whole the whole first 15 minutes is just covered in like silliness and nonsense. All this West right. Coast ridiculousness. <laughs> like, I'm, oh, really? I'm supposed to take my, you know, take my shoes off and make fists. You know, make fists with my feet on the carpet. Really? This, this kind of like oddly quaffed man next to me on the plane just started to talk to me. And not only that. He kind of, he's kind of, he sees, he catches John, a New York cop, in a vulnerable moment. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. gripping, at the opening scene, he's gripping, he's gripping the, you know, the, the seat armrest. And the guy's like, oh, you don't fly much? Are you afraid to fly? Yeah. And he's, he's kind of like, stop it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not afraid, you know. See, so, I, think, I, think, I think this is just absolutely beautifully written and I, I like I hate this scene and I think the reason I hate this scene is it feels exactly like a real mm. world argument like it escalates yeah. unbelievably fast and neither one of these people wants to be having this argument yet they're both completely powerless to stop it once it starts escalating out of control 
Mm-hmm. Oh God, Pete, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, that because you. Do you say, want Pete to the stay words? at the house? Yeah, is that yeah. why you changed you like your name? Pete, like... <laughs> <laughs> the kids would love to see him. It, <laughs> you, it is. It's so well done. This feels like a real argument. Yeah, and it begins and ends in less than a minute. Yeah, like you said, it's just it's yeah. like bam, and we get it. And then he kind of falls and he looks in the mirror and, and, and you know and and I love that he hits his head against the <laughs> yeah. door frame yeah. because his head is the problem. <laughs> yeah, knucklehead. Yeah. You know, his, his head yeah. is what's causing all the trouble. <laughs> well, but he also he also knows that he's lost because she gets up and she's completely poised and she says, "Thank you. Speech time. Be back in a few minutes." And she's not rattled at all. And yeah, so not only yeah. does he look like a jerk and does he realize he's, you know, sabotaged his own homecoming or, you know, I guess not homecoming, but, you know, seeing his family, mm-hmm. he also realizes that she's <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> you know, I mean, she's, she's not at all phased by this. Yeah. yeah. She's really well put together. He's still sitting there and his wife beater kind of like verbally beating. Yeah. 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 Is she at all? I mean, Jerry, you posed the question like, "Why do guys do that?" Is it? And I was going to make the joke that like, "Oh, we're the most charming when we're pissed off and throwing stuff and angry and everything." But she later later on in the movie, she recognizes that John has just pissed somebody off, that he's like alive and that he's at. And she's like, "Only John can like make somebody that angry." Or like that. And she loves it. She's so like, yeah. she's yeah. like deeply in love with him at that moment. Yeah. And is there something to like? I, I feel like I'm all suddenly treading on very thin ice. But like, is there anything? I mean, somehow this 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 you know well put together professional woman, you know, had at least two. How many kids do they have? Like at least you know multiple two. kids. Yeah, with mistletoe, this mistletoe and and yeah, frosty. Yeah, and lumpy. Uh, but they, uh, you know, how, you know, you wonder how these two got together. But there must be something that she appreciates about you know his his. Bit and vinegar yeah. and is you know is, yeah. yeah I think you know, her poise I don't know I feel like her poise comes from like they've probably had this fight you know because obviously like when they say when he says you know we didn't finish this conversation six months ago they probably have mm-hmm. these kind of fights all the time so yeah. When, yeah. so when he starts to you know kind of lash out she's probably like okay this here we go again like yeah, yeah I know mm-hmm. I'm just counting to ten you know I know how to handle this. And oh, perfect, yeah. perfect timing! I can leave now and let him calm down for a minute, and when I come back, yeah. we can be more civilized. Yeah, since she's yeah. come to LA, she probably has some like LA shrink who's talking <laughs> through all this stuff, and you know, <laughs> she's going to her special place while he's yelling at her. I love her LA hair too. It's like a mane. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's fantastic '80s hair. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting about this is is you know. Exactly what happens to John to cause him to reflect and apologize later? Like, what happens? And and what's fascinating is the name of the movie is Die Hard. And so you're like, okay, <laughs> Die Hard usually, you know, can... Uh, you know, can can be used to describe a person who is adamant about their views or stubborn or unchanging or, you know, uh, fanatical. And mm-hmm. so you think they're going to be unwavering and unchanging. And yet, you know, the na- that's the name of the movie. And yet, like, he does come around and realizes that he's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he realizes he's wrong here. 
in this yeah. this scene when he looks into the mirror, mm-hmm. but he 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 doesn't admit it. He kind of does. Well, he he admits it to the mirror. I mean, yeah, he admits it to himself. Oh which yeah, I, yeah. I guess yeah. has its own value, but yeah. but. It's it's fascinating that that's the name of the movie Die Hard, and it's kind of this guy who's so, you know, his views yeah. are ossified. Yeah, and yeah. but, it's just but he called he My does, Way or the Highway. It, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And what and would the titles for the next ones be? My Way or the Second Highway? Too. <laughs> My Way or the Highway? <laughs> My Way or the Parkway? Bartles and James. <laughs> well, I don't. You know, I just wondered. It was interesting. Like what? You know, but he 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 clearly knows he's wrong, and he goes through the movie and admits it. You know what? What exactly turns him around? Mm. So, and if it if he does change his view, I don't know. Then is it really appropriately named Die Hard? <laughs> yeah. Does Bruce Willis ever not play a chauvinist? Wow, that's a really good oh. question. Yeah, he does seem. I mean, like you mentioned earlier, that he's David Addison from Moonlighting. I mean, yeah, this is yeah. exactly the same yeah. guy. Like this, the yeah. same. Look who's talking. He's not a chauvinist. <laughs> 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 baby. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, well, Unbreakable. He's not. He's a cool guy and Unbreakable. Oh, okay. He's like a. He's like. A, it, you ever see that, that movie? No. Oh boy. Yeah, I saw movie. that. Is it? I mean, this this whole. Um, I feel like this was this whole like you know, women bringing home the bacon sort of thing. That that was a big cultural theme in the eighties. Yeah, Wasn't we all it? saw Mr. I mean, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> a science fiction film, Mr. Mom. <laughs> I just that it was like it was it was sort of a reflection of what was going on at the yeah. time. Yeah, you know, uh, so women, women uh, getting further in their careers, or going to work, and 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 making more money than men, and I don't know. I feel like how do we feel about that today? It's weird. I wonder if, like, when this was... It doesn't read this way in the movie, but I wonder if, like, when this was written, she was meant to be sort of like, yeah, she turned her back on her family, and, yeah. and you yeah. know, she, you're not, she's not supposed to be as sympathetic as she is here. Right. Yeah. But it's funny, because that... I mean, the 80s, in some ways, doesn't seem that long ago, but then in other ways, like... Yeah. I mean, my mom and dad used to argue about her getting a job. Oh, wow. You know, like, in the early 80s. It is... Like, yeah. It's definitely... We're in a different world now than we were. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tommy, your your wife makes more money than you. Oh, totally. I just see you like sitting there in the kitchen, going, "That's lovely, honey." Yeah, she's, she's supporting my diehard minute practice. <laughs> you, I mean, you don't care. You're not sitting there about the, uh, you know, the yeah. saying who's signing what name on what check. No, yeah. Thanks, like, hey, Thanks yeah. for the checks. Yeah. I love you. Like, oh, that's awesome. We have the upgraded Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> we have. Honey nut Cheerios. Yeah, we didn't have to go with the like giant eagle O's, super O's, round O's. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's interesting that you say that because my mom was a working mom. So to me, watching this, like, it was a no brainer to me. Like, nothing seemed out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. For me, when I, you yeah. know, when I first watched it, even even up till now, like and not until you you guys just said that, like I was like, oh yeah, that could be. But I mean, it was such a weird time. Right. Yeah, and it was such a weird time culturally because we were poor. Like we needed the money. Yeah. <laughs> it was still like <laughs> my dad would argue with my mom about getting a job. <laughs> 
Well, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, my mom worked for, I don't know, 50 years. I mean, she's 80 now, and she's clawing to go back to work. Mm -hmm. And my dad, I mean, in in our family, my dad was just like, well, yeah, that was just, that was a great thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was just a great thing. It was never, never poo-pooed or like, well, your mom has a hobby that we call work. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was, I mean, it was... (laughs) It was, yeah, my mom know. was one of those people who had like a full career before she was married, and like there was always, she always talks about like, people being like, "Oh, you know, it's too bad Janet's like so pretty and so nice. It's too bad she's never she hasn't found the right guy or anything." And she's like, "Tolls, I have a job. I'm like doing really well. I'm, I'm feeling great. Whatever." Yeah. Well, do we have anything else from minute seventeen of Die Hard, starring Bruce Willis? Yeah, we get this other lady with a job. Oh right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That pops in, and I, I was wondering if she's. Like this movie's version of Agnes DePesto. She's got that kind of quirky, like admin assistant. Like she's, you know, when she pops in the wind in the door. She's not quite as charming as Agnes. Not quite, but she's charming. She's nice. Yeah. Is she the she's the pregnant one, right? Yeah. Or is she? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So there's, you know, there's a phone in the bathroom. Oh, that phone is also there's a phone with those giant '80s numbers. <laughs> And there, yeah. there's a bottle of Avion yeah, water. I mean, that is, yeah. it's absolutely yeah. Baroque, like high peak 80s, everything about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm thinking a phone in the bathroom in 1988. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's opulence. Yeah, this was code for like, these are rich, this is a fancy office. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Japanese owned. <laughs> yeah. All sorts of crazy features and exciting things. That was a big thing in the late 80s, too. Like, Japanese are taking over the country. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big, like, people had a lot of anxiety about that. Yeah. Well, that, they, that they even big... have a joke in the movie about it. Yeah. He's like, you know, that Pearl Harbor thing didn't work. Mm-hmm. So we defeated you mm-hmm. with tape, you know, <laughs> tapes and cassettes. <laughs> and I, you know, and, and Ellis laughs like he laughs too hard at it, kind of like a sycophantic thing. And I was like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like a, considering the, the moment. Mm-hmm. Actually, he was too coked out of his mind. He probably missed the actual joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I, should, I should laugh right here now. Well, is that, I mean, is this, if, if, if John isn't really cool with his wife making more money than he is, what, is that a reflection of, I don't know, I guess sort of because he's a, a police officer and that's, I guess, traditionally more of a masculine role and that sort of thing? Yeah, I just I think he wouldn't be expected to make as much as somebody in a you know I don't even know what her job is. Do we know what her job is here, but she's got some sort of professional like, corner yeah, office kind of job. Yeah. Pretty much you know. second in command. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've so I mean I've constantly you know. tried to figure out what Nakatomi actually does. What's fascinating is 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 what there there's a little bit of that back and forth and and they say you know I mean what what these guys are upset about is they're so greedy, yeah. you know yeah. what what Hans and and crew are so upset about they're like the 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 organization is just so greedy and uh, Tagagi says like no we're actually helping these communities. Mm-hmm. Wherever mm-hmm. we're building or expanding, we're we're mm-hmm. actually there to help the people. I don't know. I, I I guess it's it's interesting. You're like, whose side are you on there too? Because the, they do show all this L.A. opulence and and I, I you know as you said, Pete, kind of Japanese are going to take over America in the late '80s. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and you're kind of like, uh, it's interesting. I you know I have a question and not about this minute. 
why does Tagagi like what happens with Tagagi? He's like, oh well, you get shot in the head. Yeah, but no, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I mean, you're you like, a picture? <laughs> he says like, oh well, you can call Tokyo. I'm not going to be able to help you. You're gonna, you're gonna have to kill me. And the guy's like, fine. And you're like, wait a minute, was he <laughs> telling the truth there, or was he? Was that just like undying loyal or dying loyalty <laughs> to his to to you know to his his to his boss? I think it was on. I I, like, I always took it as loyalty. Like whatever these guys want, I'm not giving it to them. Like regardless. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but like he delivers that line with a real pleasant yeah. smile on his face, and it's really kind of odd yeah. and innocent. Yeah, he's like, "Oh no, you're gonna have to call Tokyo. It's okay." <laughs> yeah, they'll help you. I, yeah, I, yeah. I always, I kind of got the sense that he, that that was totally on the level. That it was totally legit what he was saying. And he's kind of, hey, "My hands are tied. What am I supposed to do? Got to call Tokyo." Yeah. Ow. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, listen, that was minute seventeen of Die Hard. <laughs> we all learned something here today. Um, Pete. Yeah. I haven't said that in a while. Hey, Pete, <laughs> <laughs> where can people go if they want to find out about our other program, the Indiana Jones Minute? Well, they can find us the same place they can find this, uh, iTunes or Google Play or wherever you can look up the Indiana Jones Minute, or you can find us at indianajonesminute.com or check us out on Facebook. We have a group called the Indiana Jones Minute and the Listener's Crusade, and all four of us are on there if you want to come chat with us or uh, just come and make a joke. Yeah. Make a joke. Make us laugh. Yeah. We yeah. need it. <laughs> and uh, Hillary, we know you've got uh, um, Yippie Kaye Minute down, uh, coming yes, down indeed. the pike at some uh, point. You'll be able to find out more info at yippiekayeminute.com. Um, in your listeners' group, I'll post a link uh, once that site's up and ready. Awesome. All right. Well, everyone, please join us back here tomorrow for Minute 18 of Die Hard here on the Die Hard Minute. I don't want to fight anymore, Pete. <laughs> Did you guys ever finish that conversation from July? Yeah, I'm Keep sorry. Real, real mature, Jerry. Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.